Welcome to Ask BBB, featuring information from and about BBB accredited businesses so that you're better informed about goods and services you're purchasing. Jennifer's away today, and so we welcome the Operations Manager at BBB Serving Western Ontario, Chris Lavoie. Good to have you on board, Chris. Glad to be here. Now, one of the things you oversee at BBB is the complaint process. Yes, and on the bulletin board this morning, we will review how that process works. And we will have Jennifer with us later when we feature an interview recorded earlier with Jill Ellis Worthington of Right On Communications. And we'll talk about the importance of messages during the holiday season, in addition to writing for all occasions. The holiday season is upon us, and throughout this month, there will be seasonal concerts and social events to attend, not to mention finding gifts for a special someone. Heather Wenman, CEO of Studio H Artist Group, may have some ideas that will fit the bill on both of those fronts. Welcome to Ask BBB, Heather. Good morning, Chris. Thank you for having me once again. It's exciting to be here and looking forward to talking about Christmas from Studio H. So if we are doing some gift shopping, what sort of packages would we be able to choose from at Studio H? So Studio H Artist Group is um, a collaboration of hairstylists, barbers, um, and we collaborate with Mint House Spa next to us. We have many, many combinations of gifts, but we like to keep it simple. So we suggest that we do a customized gifting, such as gift carding for services or gift baskets personalized. So we work really, really hard to be able to um, not waste. And because we're sustainable, those gifts, if they come in um, dollars and services and are um, cashed in for exactly what that particular person that you love, um, you want to give, it's better. One of the favorite gifts are service with um, hair care or service with skin care. So having something that you can touch and feel, but still certainly come in and create that experience. So this year we're working on showing clients experiences. So if you can't think of what to get for that loved one, you've got you know, a partner, um, any gender, you want to know that we're you know, able to service that particular person. And we even have family and couples rooms so we can do, you know, experiences for more than one, which is really exciting. Heather, during the pandemic, a lot of people decided to go gray. Uh, has that trend continued? I want to say that uh, gray was a trend prior to uh, the pandemic. It started in about 2016. So going gray was a trend for uh, for quite a while, but it's more silver gray, pink gray, pastel gray, cool gray, dark gray. So all of those shadings and all of that trend that was in fashion, both in, you know, design, furniture, art, and, uh, and so on did carry much further because of the pandemic. And because we actually weren't able to service all of our clients in the salon, although we did very cleverly come up with home, home coloring um, in a very sustainable way that has changed the future of how we do business at home. But we, um, we, we will say that the trend is going on because it gave people an opportunity to just let it go. So um, allowing to see their own color, maybe it was time they've been coloring a few decades or had done it for a while, and then they could re just reevaluate. So 
I look at it as a clean slate. Let's, you know, try to design something new. And a lot of clients embraced their natural hair color. And as we know through the decades, we're probably going to have a little bit more silver as time goes on and some even early it um, it's carried on the trend. I see it going um, in a little bit of a different direction in the next couple of years because no trend stays more than a few years, but we've definitely got um, a lot of new beginnings during the pandemic because of the natural hair grow outs. So on the topic of trends, are there some trends that people might want to consider for the holidays and for New Year's? Oh, that's good. So some of the trends for this holiday season, um, the new trend colors are very rich and ruby, like greens and blues and really bright colors, um, um, intense colors for fashion. And for hair trends, we're seeing some really, really soft waves, natural curl, part hair going up and down for all generations and all ages. Uh, we were at the RBC for our Christmas party. It was really lovely to see those trends dancing on the dance floor. And we definitely um, will see going into spring of 2023, the trends in coloring are going to soften down. We're going to see a lot more blended colors and hair will be worn more natural in a lot of the brands and um, like Purology and all the L'Oreal brands that we carry are definitely um, moving towards more natural moving hair as opposed to the, you know, straight hair unless it's super shiny, super sleek and, um, you know, casual and all, all lengths for all ages. I think that's fantastic in all genders. It's fantastic. Fun. Well, Heather, we know that uh, you're very busy at this uh, time of year and we want to thank you for taking time out to give us some tips on what the trends are and uh, what the packages might be if we're doing some Christmas shopping. Thanks for being with us. You're very welcome. And it's an honor to be, have the Integrity Award from BBB and it's an honor to be part of your program anytime. Merry Christmas and I hope everybody has a safe holiday season. Heather Wenman is the CEO of Studio H Artist Group. Studio H Artist Group carries the BBB seal of accreditation. The BBB seal is the sign of a better business. Next, sending the right message right after these messages. Welcome back to Ask BBB. Well, one of the traditions of the holiday season is sending cards and messages to family and friends. And if you're in business, to your clients. Last week, Jennifer Matthews, CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario, spoke with someone who gave us some insight into what that message should sound like. This morning, we're happy to welcome Jill Ellis Worthington, Chief Communicator with Right On Communication Services. Thanks for joining us this morning, Jill. Thank you so much. So, Jill, December and the holiday season are times when we traditionally send one another greetings. Should businesses see this as an opportunity to make good connections with both current and potential clients? Well, as somebody who works in communications, I think there's never a bad opportunity to make those communications or uh, connections. Holiday cards are one of those things that have gone up and down in popularity and that sort of thing. I would say that it is a good time. I know it takes a little bit more resources, a little bit more time, a little bit more organizing, but um, it's definitely worth it if you can harness all those things. It would never, uh, as a business coach, I would never say sacrifice 
you know, other productive time for that. But, you know, there's always, uh, you know, five minutes here and five minutes there that you can put those things together, whether you're a small business person or somebody in a larger corporation who needs to sort of assign this maybe to more than one person. That was one of the things I was thinking about preparation for this. Usually someone sort of gets this uh, thrown on their desk it's already overloaded if you're in a larger office, but, you know, split it up between a few people and, and cut up your list into dip for different people. And that will help uh, them, small business, large business, add that personal touch. So if you're going to do it, add the personal touch, not just that printed card, but, and not just a signature. I get uh, from some of my more traditional uh, people for whom I'm a client, um, I get the corporate card where they've signed it, each signed it, which is, is nice, but it, it's, the, it's that personal note, I think, that makes, the, makes it different. So if it, there's something that you're, a, a connection like, oh, it was great to see you uh, in July at the barbecue, or, you know, I appreciate doing your business and, and really loved working on that big project, you know, just a one-liner like that, that, that makes it more, a little bit more personal. That's the real connection. And that's the beauty of this as a vehicle to do that. In addition to that personal connection, is there any other element that our messaging should uh, contain? Well, and I think this goes without saying that most people would know, but probably worth reinforcing. Um, not everyone celebrates all the same holidays. So I think keeping it um, to, you know, wishing you peace of the season or, you know, uh, something of that kind of thing where it's not um, specific because we don't always know what people celebrate or don't celebrate. So keeping it uh, respectful is the most, one of the most important things. It won't be long before we greet a new year. And generally that's time for resolutions. One of those could be to start a blog either for your business or for reasons of personal fulfillment. Can you give us a brief outline of your blogging course? My blogging course answers the three main questions problems that people have about blogging a lot of people go oh I should blog or I want to blog or that kind of thing and even if they want to I think they should there are three main obstacles people don't think they don't have time they can't think of anything specific they want to write about when they sit down to do it they're like oh you know when you're in the shower I have so many ideas but you sit down in front of that computer and freeze up right and the third thing is um I don't they don't feel like they're a good writer so that's what those are the three things that I um address in blog like a big dog um you do have time we all have the same amount of time so it's how you devote that time and so we work on a specific plan to to to, to create to create a, a window of time that's the most important thing and we work on we do what i call blog storming so that you always have a list of things to talk about and but the, the real art there is narrowing it down to something you can cover in you know, 800 to 1500 words, which is kind of what blogs are now. Um, and so people will say, oh, I want to talk about sales. Well, there are about 5,000 subcategories of sales <laughs> that you should cover in 1500 words. And if you tried to cover sales in 1500 words, you, you know, it would just run over everybody's heads. So right topics, right times, Writing for a blog is a specific communication form. Is writing for other social media posts different? Um, it is and it isn't. Every uh, piece of good writing gets your attention. You know, when you're reading an, a, a mystery novel and they pull you right in because, you know, you're right there at the scene of the crime and that sort of thing, 
same principle with every ride, every kind of ride and get their attention. So, and especially in this over busyfied world we live in, uh, getting people's attention, keeping their attention. So one of the things I have for my blog and for every form of writing I teach is a formula to get and hold attention. So having that strong, what we used to call, I come from a journalism background, a newspaper background, having that strong lead. So every piece of writing, blog, uh, social media post, email, you know, that kind of thing, everything you want to get people's attention. You've talked a lot about how you coach people in writing and different forms of writing. How much of good writing is learned and how much can be attributed to a natural ability? Um, there are natural writers. I mean, J.D. Salinger probably came out writing like J.D. Salinger. <laughs> um, but I didn't realize that I was a good writer until someone told me that I was a good writer when I was in university. No idea. Wasn't even on my radar. So sometimes, you know, we can have these abilities without realizing it. Some people feel like they always wanted to be a writer because they always journaled and that sort of thing. Even if you never felt like that, you can develop writing as a skill. I totally believe that um, it may, you won't be, you may not be J.D. Salinger, but you can definitely be a better writer. Much of good writing involves good grammar. And do you see the use of proper grammar eroding and and to that are there grammatical errors that you personally find particularly grating yes and yes so uh, the the degradation of uh, of good grammar is not a new thing i i think probably uh who was it was like uh, socrates or something who said these kids are going to the dogs loosely translated from you know whatever he spoke greek um but um I think it's no big secret that texting specifically, social media and texting specifically, has really put us down the, the degradation hole much faster. I think that's turning around a little bit, though, because more people are aware of it. The things that I find grading are things like using you instead of you, the letter you instead of saying you, things like that. That really is very annoying. I don't see that very often, thank goodness. And there's the the usuals, the there, there, there kind of thing when they're written badly in a um, social media post or something. So um, a colleague of mine, Janice Wallace, and I have put together a course called Wordology that we're going to be uh, launching early next year, which addresses uh, overused uh, words, grammar, style, and those kinds, kind of the basics. It, 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 it shouldn't be that hard. It doesn't have to be a drag. Grammar can be fun, I promise. Well, I, I'm with you on that one. Some things you just can't not see in a in a sentence when it's glaring out at you. Well, Jill, I want to thank you so much for your time this morning. And uh, we will start maybe writing those holiday cards today. Today would be a good day. You know, if you didn't start them yesterday, today is the best day to start them. Jill Ellis Worthington is the Chief Communications Officer with Right On Communications, a BBB accredited business with an A-plus rating. Right On Communications displays the BBB seal, the sign of a better business. Coming up next, we'll talk to Chris about how complaints are handled at BBB. Welcome back to Ask BBB, a weekly program produced by the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. I'm Jim Swan. Well, Jennifer is away today, so this morning, Chris Lavoie, Operations Manager at BBB Serving Western Ontario joins me. 
Chris, as operations manager, you oversee the complaint process at BBB. So this morning's an opportunity for us to talk about what happens when someone complains to BBB about a business. So first off, what what are the most common complaints? So there's not really a common complaint. Um, there's certainly a lot of factors that can cause increases in certain types of complaints, but for the most part, complaints you know they vary a lot. I suppose one of the most common factors that would lead to the BBB receiving a complaint is a lack of communication. So people don't normally just go and file a complaint as soon as an issue happens, right? They're going to go to the business first. They're going to try to work it out with the business um, before they come to an avenue like the Better Business Bureau. So what kinds of complaints can BBB handle? Yeah, so, you know, the purpose of our complaints program is to work with consumers and businesses uh, to aid in dispute resolution. So what we do is we try to help most complaints if the issue occurred during a buyer-seller type marketplace relationship. So for complaints, that relationship is defined as a commercial interaction between, you know, a complainant and a business that may develop through a variety of methods. Um, So this could be anything from, you know, something that's initiated by the complainant or by the business. It could be providing goods or services. It could be an online transaction, advertisement, door-to-door solicitation, you know, telemarketing, walk-ins. What's not required, however, is that money has changed hands. So what sorts of complaints can't be handled? Yeah, for the most part, we um, you know we don't handle employer-employee disputes. We don't handle complaints about government agencies, right? Uh, complaints about individuals who are not actually engaged in a business. Um, so that would be if somebody's trying to sell something on you know Facebook Marketplace and they're not a business, um, we wouldn't be able to help you with that type of scenario. We don't help people with complaints that are seeking criminal penalties. Um, So these would be like, you know, robberies or burglaries, assaults, extortion, trespassing. We would refer those issues to law enforcement. We'll also refer complaints um, to a regulatory authority that oversees a a specific industry um, if there's an established complaint handling procedure already. So this would be like the landlord tenant board. um, So for landlord and tenant issues. Um, also, any sort of complaints regarding competency of uh, either medical professionals or lawyers. Um, there's already organizations in place for that, so we would refer those complaints. Lastly, for us to be able to help a complainant, um, there has to be like a person wants to have to seek assistance from the BBB. So they need to have some kind of expected resolution. Um, and typically, the issue has to have happened within the last 12 months. Okay, so we've looked at the things you can't handle, the things you do. Uh, We've dealt with our business. Uh, It it hasn't been resolved. So when we come to the BBB, what what sort of information should we have? Yeah, so the fastest way to get help or, you know, file a complaint is to go to our website, bbb.org. You can certainly call our office. Um, Just, you know, when you're calling our office, you have to remember that, you know, we have to remain neutral. We can't really provide, you know, legal advice. Um, So we can certainly listen to your complaint and let you know if it's a type of complaint we can't handle. Um, But for the most part, if you call our office, we're also going, you're going to need to have your mailing address ready because we're going to have to mail you out a form um, in order for you to fill out and send back to us in order for us to process the complaint. So once it's determined that the complaint is something BBB can help, what, what is the process? 
the, the first step is our conciliation process. Um, what we do is we give the business an opportunity to respond and address any of the issues. Uh, that business response would be then sent to the complainant for review. So it's kind of like a bit of a back and forth process, um, which hopefully results in resolution. I will say it's actually pretty effective. Uh, most complaints are actually resolved through the initial conciliation process. But if conciliation does fail, we do have, um, we could offer mediation or arbitration, which could also help resolve the complaint. So Chris, what's the difference between a complaint and a review? A consumer files a complaint when the consumer wants BBB's help to resolve a dispute with a company. Usually, but not always, it, it involves some sort of monetary claim. So customer reviews are when a consumer simply wants to share their experience um, with the public. So that's you know either good, bad, or neutral. And how does that differ from other reviews that we might see? So unlike many review sites, BBB does not allow anonymous reviews. Uh, we require consumers to provide their name and share this information with the business so that the, the business is able to confirm that the interaction took place and provide a prompt response. Um, this and the other measures that we do help maintain integrity of customer reviews uh, by reducing incidences of fake reviews. Thanks, Chris. That's great information. And that's our time for Ask BBB. It's been great having you here on the program. And Chris, we want to remind our listeners to contact us on Facebook or Instagram at BBB Western Ontario. Thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Chris Lavoie. Remember, always look for the BBB seal. It's the sign of better business.